This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure you can fill it in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats balls of life, giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we said, doing. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture is out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art of Shaco. Where to keep it a beast on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak. So tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek. So tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. And it's your girl, Dice Gamble, in the building, checking in on this Tiptoe Tuesday. Y'all better wake up, wake up with us, because it's time for the show. And it's going down. Right here on Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing. Uh, (laughs) This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We are thankful Mm -hmm. um, that we got a chance to wake up again another day and be used by the Lord. Say, say, let them use me. Uh That's right. It's funny. You know what? You're quoting um, Psalm 118, Mm -hmm. verse 11. And the crazy part about it is we're talking about what today on the show? Mental health, mental health, how to keep your mind in the right location. So the fact you quoted that scripture, that's one of the tools I would definitely say you guys can use to get your mind right. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So thank you for, uh, you know, spinning up that scripture right there, focus. But yeah, mental health is the topic. So tweet somebody, DM somebody, add somebody, let them know we're speaking all things health concerning your mind. Gonna help you get that mind right, help it stay right. Yeah, absolutely. Help you get your get right <laughs> get together. Because right. we all need to get right. <laughs> That's right. Get right. Let's go home. I think the church songs get right, church. Let's go. And they must have been tired. Everybody. Get right, church, and let's go home. <laughs> You know what? You're going to stop with this Buckwheat Baptist early into Mountain. Stop it. Stop it. Ooh, we tired, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you tired, Lord. Listen, uh, it's only right, too, as well. Our spiritual detox. we got a special one for you guys today. World Talk topic is mental health. So um, mm-hmm. I was excited when I had the opportunity to sit down with uh, Indie Tribe member uh, John Keith. He'll be joining us for our spiritual detox. And uh, if you have not heard his latest project, Airmos, uh, it speaks uh, very heavenly 
about uh, all forms of mental health. He's very transparent on his walk at 25. Let's be very clear. This young man is only 25 years old. So uh, you definitely want to tap in for that exclusive spiritual detox. Uh, it's so many nuggets that are dropped in that conversation. I'm excited that we get a chance to talk about mental health today and just get better. Let's grow and let's grow and get better. I know you guys listen to us and you're like, oh, they always on one. Well, we're just trying to get better. We're trying to grow. Uh, Dyson, mm-hmm. myself, neither one of us are perfect. We got mm-hmm. faults and we're working every day to get better at those faults. Um, so that's why we try to encourage you guys and give you guys some real solid meat to eat on so that way you can uh, live this life for real, for real. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Listen, Dice, did you see your girl? Uh, you know, she made the tabloids a couple days ago. I know you. Yes, she did. I, your little cousin, uh, Black China. Talking about she yeah. loved Jesus again and now. Angela Renee White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the former stripper at King of Diamonds Club in Miami. Um, here's the thing. God can do anything at any yeah. given time. Whenever whenever a person is ready, and I'm praying that this is uh something real for her. Um, you know, it's it's hard going from a stripper life to uh keeping up with the Kardashian life to uh having to go do porn. <laughs> online to get your money and um i mean I, jesus is where she needed to be the whole time as far as i'm concerned so i'm just happy she uh is was is trying to follow jesus right now and saying the holy spirit really you know overcame her and spoke to her and said yeah i got a life for you but this ain't this ain't that life so i'm just uh, i'm excited to see this one unfold and it's definitely out of the blue uh, I don't think anybody was expecting this one, uh, but Jesus. So this is, uh, it's just, <laughs> Jesus got his own reality show and I, I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> Listen, this one, it's going to be one of the ones that you just keep, got to keep watching the next episode. Like, oh man. So, um, with as she's a mom, you know what I mean? So it's super important to me to definitely, uh, be in Christ trying to raise kids, especially today. I mean, and, you know, prayerfully, this family is protected because there's a lot on the Internet concerning her. That's one of the things I'm like, thank you, God. I kind of stopped the majority of my sin before the Internet blew up. (laughs) My kids would be, mom, I can't go to school without seeing pictures of you like upside down. You know, (laughs) I'm sorry, son. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just um, I'm grateful for this one right here. It's a surprise, though. It's a surprise. So we're going to see. Yeah, 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 we're going to see. We're going to see. We're definitely praying for her. We, and I, I yeah. pray uh, to your point too as well. Um, I saw a couple of interviews she's already done. I know she did one with Angela Yee mm-hmm. and a few other people and just saying, you know, she's on this faith journey. Her accountability partner right now uh, is her pastor. Mm-hmm. So she's working with her pastor a lot. So I'm praying for that pastor that uh, that is overseeing her mm-hmm. um, because this is not a small assignment. Let's be very clear. Um, so I'm praying. Yeah, I, I, I do. I want to see. You know, uh, once again, uh, no judgment, but I definitely pray that this is a real thing, not just mm-hmm. some type of publicity to uh, start getting the Christian community to back her or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. uh, it's unfortunate I have to say that, but don't don't act like people, celebrities have not done that because they mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And if you listen to Black China, we would love uh, to interview you. Forgive me. She she doesn't want to be called Black China anymore, right? It's, it's Angela. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Angela, Angela White. Angela White, if you're Angela listening, we would, we would love to interview with you. Uh, talk a little bit more about your faith, mm-hmm. about your spirituality, the walk, uh, the struggles and everything that goes with that. So if you're listening, absolutely tap in. We would love to interview with you. And we are praying for you. So, uh, yeah, uh, prayer for you. No, you're praying. No, sorry to interrupt you, but I'm sitting here like, focus. If she becomes a Christian and she's on fire and then her daughter get on fire mm. and then her daughter go over Auntie Kim's house and set that whole house on fire. Hey, set that whole house. Hey, 
They didn't see it. They didn't even see it coming. They didn't even wow. see it coming. Wow. Little niece go over there, baptize everybody. Wow. Didn't even see it coming around that way. You know, didn't see it. So, you don't, I mean, I don't know what God is about to do up in the Kardashian household, but uh, they have a good relationship. So that's all I'm saying is like, you know, the family still interacts. So um, this is going to be some good combo. Mm. We, need to, we need to get her on here. Mm. All right, Miss White. Yes. We're waiting. We definitely waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> Listen, we, 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 we got new music on the way from uh, Kier Sheer Kelly. Yeah. Uh, as, uh, yeah, we got some new music on the way as well from, uh, yep, No Big Deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, let's get into some uh, 1K Few uh, with that uh, Off-White Jays. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. You tune back into the fix right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And it's that time. Uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. We are about to tap into our spiritual detox. Uh, we love this opportunity. We got a we got a, a exclusive for you guys today. Um, I don't know if you know, but that pro- it's a project out right now. Um, it's tearing up the charts, running up the numbers right now. Uh, from a young man, like I say, uh, he is uh, definitely, I, I'm not going to say he's underrated. He, yeah, he, he gets his just dues. He's been doing his thing for a while. Um, you know, indie tribe representer, you know, and, and he does his own thing too as well. So um, I'm excited because he, this project that he uh, he just dropped last Friday, um, it's something amazing. It's something different. Um, we talk about mental health awareness all the time right here on The Fix. So when I got a chance to sit with the project, listen to the project and see where this young man was going and just how vulnerable and transparent he was about his life. And that's the beautiful thing about it. He takes you through a journey of his life, but it's so relevant to what I know a lot of people are going through. Um, so I'm just excited to have him on today. Without further ado, help me welcome in my brother, John Keith. What's going on, young soldier? Yo, what's good, man? How you doing? Now, all is well, all is well. This project is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's ridiculous. I know you've been getting great feedback and everything, but let's let's get the backstory first before we talk about the music a little bit. Talk about who you are. If uh, no one ever heard of John Keith, who is John Keith? Uh, I'm a 25-year-old hip-hop artist from Dago, California. You know what I'm saying? Born and raised. Can't go nowhere else. It don't work like that. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was... I was raised in a Christian home. Um, both of my parents had a relationship with Jesus, um, you know, from before I was ever born. You know, since so I was kind of born into like church and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, um, you know, I, I kind of started walking into my own relationship with God when I was about 17. And uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I fell in love with music and just decided I wanted to uh, help people. You know what I'm saying? Help people that struggle with what I struggle with. Um, and so I've been doing it for a while. I think this project is the first time that a project feels like it's fully me. You know what I'm saying? Like it feels like um, my entire message and my purpose and like the sonics and all of it feels like um, it's fully in line with where I'm at right now. So, yeah. Heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Um, you know, what, what has this? I know we are the back end of it, but what, what did you learn from this pandemic? Man, uh, I learned the importance of people and community. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, you know, everyone kind of deals with loneliness to some degree, um, just in life, in, in, you know what I'm saying, pandemic or not. And so uh, what the pandemic did was it forced us to be lonely by ourselves. And it, it kind of, you know, 
it made me realize that, you know, like the feeling of loneliness might not go away, but at least if I know someone else is dealing with it, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and they might just be willing to sit with me in it, you know what I'm saying? At least I don't have to be lonely by myself. We can be lonely together and, um, you know what I'm saying? Push each, toward, push each other towards Jesus. So, yeah. Were you able to develop a little bit better relationship uh, as far as for your study time with God? And, you know, in those long times, you know, what, what did you kind of do when you were kind of like those little lonely little pockets uh, just for yourself, your mental health and everything? Yeah, um, I definitely I definitely spent more time with God. You know what I'm saying? I, I that's kind of when a lot more of this, uh, you know, the conceptualizing of this album and everything like that kind of came together, to be honest. Um, I started working on this project in 2020 and, um, yeah. You took your time to let this thing breathe. Okay. (laughs) Oh yeah. You know, I, I I really wanted to, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, it started with conversations with God, you know, and it, he was bringing out stuff that I tried to bury that I didn't want to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Especially as, as a black male, you know what I'm saying? Like talking about feelings is not really a thing that we do very well, you know, or that we were taught to do very well. Um, and so you know what I'm, saying? I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, like I, I, I'm aware that, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if God is trying to heal these wounds and heal these things and heal this trauma, you know I'm saying I can't bury it anymore. He can't work with, with buried stuff. I, I have to give it to him. And so, there were some real uh, violent conversations with God, to be honest with you, in, in the time of the pandemic. It wasn't so much like sweet uh, moments of, I mean, there was a few, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't so much like sweetness and intimacy. It was more intimacy in the, in the you know, way of just, I'm expressing a lot of frustration and anger and fear with my father, you know what I'm saying? Is kind of what, is is the way that that, that translated, so, yeah. You're still kind of pretty much a newlywed, right? Uh, You know, you you recently were married. Um, Yes, sir. What's that that one thing that God showed you or revealed to you um, since you've been married that you didn't know about yourself before you got married? How much time you got, brother? Uh, (laughs) Take your time, bro. Take your time. (laughs) Uh, There's there's so much. Um, God actually used... God used my wife, even before we were married, to you know, uh, bring out a lot of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would, there, there are songs on the project where you kind of, you kind of hear, there's a song called hide and seek, um, where you kind of hear about the beginning of our relationship where, you know what I'm saying? I, I was dealing with a lot of self hate and I'm saying, saying to myself, if you really knew about all of me, if you really knew what was in you know, the skeletons that are in my closet, if you really know who I am, then you're not going to love me anymore because I'm this way and you're this way and, and you're up here and I'm down here. And I didn't even realize that I was thinking like that until, you know what I'm saying? God kind of used her. Um, God, God uses relationships kind of like a highlighter. So like parts of you will come out in a relationship that you're like, man, what? Whether it's a good relationship or bad, you'd be like, man, why was I acting like that? Yo, I've never done that before. I've, you know what I'm saying? And so um, it's usually, he, he'll use it as a highlighter. It's either a highlighter to go, oh, this is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a good thing I want to bring into other relationships. Or it'll use a highlighter like, we got to get rid of this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to take care of this. This right here is an issue. This is something that doesn't reflect me. 
So, you know, that's that's what uh, that's that's just one thing. You know what I'm saying? No, that's good, and I, I appreciate you sharing that. I just wanted some of our young listeners who are, you know, uh, your age, who are maybe getting married, thinking about getting married. A lot of times they need to hear, uh, you know, real talk like that because I know for me, I, I struggled. Uh, I, of course, I'm a seasoned vet. I'm a little older than you. Um, if God li- let me live to July, I'll celebrate 23 years of marriage. But oh, wow. I would always argue um, the first three years of my marriage, I stunk at communicating. Um, I came up a little bit older, uh, a little old turn. So I was, I was always thinking, okay, I'm the king of the castle. What I say goes, I don't really have to have the questioning from my wife. So I had to learn how to effectively communicate with my wife, understand my wife, understand she is my real, my helpmate. She's not here to help me. We're not competing against each other. So that's why yeah. I always ask that question for a uh, young man like you. Listen, let's talk about it. Talk about some of your music inspirations. Uh, you know, growing up, who you were inspired to listen to and, you know, got you into rapping. Man, uh, it, it's it's grown and changed so much over the years. Um, I know when I was between the ages of 15 and 17, I wanted to be Andy Minio. I wanted to become him. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Yeah, like to the point where, and I don't, I don't tell, I don't, I don't think I've told him this. I don't think I ever will. Um, but I would like watch his music videos and I would actually like, practice his movements. Wow. Like to the point where I could, I could, I'm not going to do it. But right now, if you like, if you pick the a music video, like what you're know saying, rap a, rap a verse from this music video. I could rap the verse and also do what he was doing, like with his hands and all that kind of stuff, because that's how much I wanted to be Andy. Wow. Um, and if you go to like some of my earliest music, I have this song that you know saying nobody knows about, but I love to listen to it to look how far I've come. I legitimately, I that, that is an Andy Minio song. It's just my voice. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just that's who I wanted to be. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Like I, like I said, I grew up in a Christian household, so it wasn't much. Uh, I wasn't listening to very much secular music. Um, but then once I got like a iPhone or whatever, iPod. Um, it actually was an iPod. It was not an iPhone. Got an iPod. Then I started like sneaking, going to find stuff like Kendrick or, you know what I'm saying, Kanye or, or you know what I'm saying, pre-Nazi Kanye. But, you know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> that, that that's kind of like the stuff that now is, now it's like a blend of Andy and Kendrick and, and, and Ye and Drake and John Bellion, Lecrae, of course, you know what I'm saying? Like these, it's just like this blend of, of things that's like, you know, created me. So what's your favorite, uh, Andy album? <sighs> if you, if you could only have one, which one you picking? Oh, if you could only have one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's, let's see how much of a good fan you are. I, I know which one works for me. I ain't going to say it. I'm going to wait till you tell yours. I'm going to say which one for me. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna say I go back and forth. Okay. Between uh, uncomfortable mm. and I say the combination of the arrow and the sword because those are two EPs. Kind of, I feel like together. I listen to that through. I listen to the arrow and the sword through like it's an album. Um, that to me i think is just uncomfortable was massive and it was incredible but to me the arrow and the sword felt like 
pinnacle of like his transparency and uh um yeah you understand it like he it was the first time he was really getting in his production bag and and i have a i have a a like fond memory from that too i i first time i ever met andy uh, i was at his house and he played me clarity before the arrow was ever out you know what i'm saying and so i got to listen to that and that was such a moment for me because i was like this is my hero and it was 2018 when he played that for me it's like this is my hero and it's like you know this is just some of the most incredible art i've ever heard period you know what i'm saying so i i want to i almost want to give it to uncomfortable but i'm gonna have to give it to the combination of arrow and sword listen um uncomfortable was number two for me too as well uh my first pick will be heroes for sale that's just me though yeah that's just me uh listen uh <laughs> let's let, let you know what um I know one thing that you always do well, and I want to talk about it briefly. You share your heart. You're transparent in your music. What made you so vulnerable so early? Because I feel like, you know, you've always came out with uh, that way, even outside of this project, even before this. Um, I remember tracks like 97 and, and other little tracks. Like, you always have been just real and authentic. What what has separated you from um, always being that way? Because I don't think uh, a lot of rappers do that when they first come out. Yeah. Um, it's actually encouraging that, that you, that you feel like that because I actually don't feel like that. I actually mm. feel like for the early stages of my career, I would say from 2017 to 20, uh, 20 really like the be like the beginning of 2020, I felt like I was always trying to talk in metaphors and not just say something plainly. Um, and I would say, you know, after that is when I, I kind of learned that if if the goal of this and the goal of even if you take music out of it, if the goal of being human, you know what I'm saying, is to um, being human the way that Jesus told us to be human, right, it is to love God and love each other. I, I don't I don't think that it's possible. I really I don't know. I, I'm a little bit extreme. I, I don't think it's possible to properly love people without being transparent, without without sharing the uncomfortable parts because people can learn and grow and relate and be comforted by that stuff. They can't be comforted by metaphors and, you know what I'm saying, riddles. Like if they're trying, if they're spending all the time trying to decipher what you're saying instead of just being like, wow, he just said that he wanted to kill himself since he was 11 years old. I, I, I feel like that. I felt like that. And I didn't think, I thought I was the only one, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that is a much different feeling than, wow, that was a really crazy bar. And then if I go back to it and listen to it a couple of times, I think I might get something different. It's like, no, like he said it plainly. You know what I'm saying? He said exactly how I felt plainly. And actually that's something I also learned from, from Andy as well. Listen, DJ Focus, uh, we got to go to a quick break. We're coming right back with more from young John Keith. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, you're tuned back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Uh, still having a great conversation with my brother, uh, John Keith from Indy Tribe. Uh, he has a new project out now called Eros, e- Ermos, 
And uh, if you haven't purchased it, I promise you, uh, you sleeping, you sleeping. I, I, I always argue, um, and I know a lot of people don't believe it, but I think we all struggle with some form of mental health. And I think this young man has done a great job of being transparent and, and brought, you know, a lot of a lot of questions. I, I think uh, he, he's answering in some of uh, these songs. So let's talk about the music, though, John. Um, you know, you already expressed and, and told us, you know, that, you know, Andy was a huge inspiration to you, motivation to you to even start music. You got a chance, of course, to do a song with Andy 2AM. Uh, for those who may have heard, not heard it, talk about the inspiration behind it and what it means. Yeah, so um, 2AM is a song that uh, kind of just focuses on those times where it's late. You know, this happens for me a lot. I don't know if this is for everything because, like, my wife is not like this. My wife gets in the bed and goes to sleep immediately. I get in the bed sometimes and my mind is, is still running and it's trying to figure everything out. It's trying to solve problems. It's trying to figure out how I can get further. Um, and what that actually does is take me out of, you know what I'm saying, new humanity. It takes me out of what Jesus has for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm supposed to be resting. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, and I'm still trying to do God's job for him. And so, mm. you know, it's just that song about when you're, when your mind won't let you rest when it's mad late it's 2 a.m and and you're still trying to figure things out you're still questioning things you're playing back moments where you feel like you messed up and you and i'm saying wow people are not on you it's just being overwhelmed with your thoughts you know and um i don't know i, I heard that beat my, it's produced by my boy wowie you know what i'm saying um and he he sent me that joint and i actually i i I heard it and I was like, bro, immediately I was like, I can hear, I feel like I can hear Andy on this. It's kind of a long shot. I was like, I don't know if we, I don't know if we can get him. So, but I feel like I can hear Andy on this. And then I originally wrote it. Um, I was trying to decide whether or not I wanted it for me or if I wanted it to try and give to Andy, like for his, you know, record. Um, and, you know, we I wrote it. Uh, I got a, 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 in touch with his team, sent it to him. He's like, yeah, let's do it. This is back in 2020. And wow. yeah, we were working on it, you know what I'm saying? And he, he uh, was kind of running behind. We were going to drop it in the summer. Then at one point he was going to put it on um, his album. I don't know if it was Neverland 2 or another album, but he was going to put it on his album. And then uh, that didn't work out. So I was like, nah, I feel like this really fits Aramos. You know, this really fits what, what it is that we're, we're talking about. So I just kind of pressed and, you know, trying to see if he was still down for it. And this is actually, this was like the last minute joint. I sent it to him in 2020, but we mm. we got that verse in about two months ago. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was like the last, the rest of the project was already uploaded. And then, uh, you know what I'm saying? That was kind of like the last little edition. We're like, oh, come on, come on, please. So, yeah. Next track I want you to break down, man, is this James James Dean uh, track. Uh, I think it's a fun track. Um, but just talk about the, you know, inspiration and, and what the meaning of James Dean is. It's featuring Lecrae, too, as well. You, you funny. You're talking about you, you got Andy, then you go get Lecrae, too. So you just, you know, yeah. in your yeah. bag on this one. Yeah, <laughs> Le- Le- Lecrae is kind of the big homie, you know what I'm saying? So that, that one was a little easier. Um, you know what I'm okay. saying? He's he from Dago, too. So, uh, yeah, so James Dean, uh, that song. James Dean is an actor, right, for those of you who don't know. Um right. He's an actor that died pretty young. 
and kind of all throughout the the song i'm making references to it's, it's kind of like i actually really love the writing on this song because it's like it's a song about suppression you know what i'm saying and and acting like you're fine when you're not you know what I'm saying acting like you're fine and just you know what let's just go get these blessings let's go get this money let's go be successful but you're dying like you're dying and and you're trying to ignore it and so i made you know make references to james dean um you know rebel no cause like james dean uh and then later on it says uh you know what i'm saying i die making movies i feel like bruce lee basically like just this this theme of like you know, dying in the process of acting like you're fine instead of actually dealing with what you're, you know, you're dealing with. And then so, you know, getting the big homie the crayon, it was like, uh, it was almost like a, a conceptual move is it felt like, yo, the song is like, yo, let's go get, let's just go get blessed. Let's go get this money. Let's go get success. And then uh, part of that was like, oh, like, linking up with one of my you know what I'm saying childhood heroes for the song you know what I'm saying and he gets on it and kind of kind of hops in that too so yeah it's uh that joint is a I love that joint yeah that's that's a must here um you, you kind of talked a little bit about this uh next song I want you to talk about um the bridge where you're very open about you know trying to take your life and everything that you were struggling with with that talk a little bit about that yeah the bridge is um the bridge is a difficult one. That that joint, I actually performed a an early version of it um, at our Holy Smoke Festival in 2022, and I literally could not get through the verse without bawling my eyes out on stage. It's a extremely um, vulnerable track, and, and it was the one I was like, I know I have to have a, a song on here that just makes everything plain um but but and and it's dark you know what i'm saying but i didn't want it to leave you um hopeless by the end of it and so you know it's kind of all leading up to that moment um you know it tells you about you know me my plan that i had to take my life my current struggle right now where I feel like I'm always trying to run from those thoughts because those thoughts are not gone. You know what I'm saying? There's still there's times in my life where where those those kind of thoughts pop back up. And the thing that I focus on is the fact that Jesus chose to die so that I wouldn't. Right? Jesus chose to die so that I would choose life. And so um, it's kind of like a you know like a parallel um, that. Uh, I feel like it's important and that, that that's the thing that I cling on to um, when, you know, when they when they pop back up. So definitely thank you for sharing that with us, man, because um, like you say, it is a very dark song, but it's real. And I, and I would argue a lot of people uh, are in dark and depressed states. You know, suicide is a, a real thing. Um, I don't think we talk about it enough amongst the Christian faith. I really don't. Um, so I, I just want to give you a roses and thank you for uh, biting us into your world and you sharing that with us, brother. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I love this track though. I got, I, I definitely want to hear your feedback on this. Who laughing? All the haters and the naysayers. Oh, they, they ain't laughing no more, is there? Man, now, yeah, talk about it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you love that one. That, that joint. I love the the writing and duality on that song. You know, 
because um, it's like there's the urge to want to be like there's the urge to do that to be like you know well who's laughing now like you know saying y'all said i couldn't do it and then i did it so what's up yeah. and then <laughs> uh the second part of the hook kind of goes into like yeah who's laughing now the answer is nobody because i'm still not happy you know what i'm saying and like so it's like it's like a a uh the, there was another title for it it was gonna be nobody's laughing but i was like nah i feel like this just kind of feels it feels good to kind of lean into like the you know playing with it like that so um yeah that joint i love you know what i'm saying that's featuring some production from my boy enzo on the second half like it kind of switches up and takes you on a journey um and kind of just tells the story of my journey in music and uh mm. and trying to you know and my my struggle with overworking myself to prove people wrong and it's like but look what you're doing while you're while that's happening let's talk about this high energy track track uh choose talk about that oh chose yeah that that joint chose, we're getting chose. Yeah. yeah that joint uh was the last song it was the last addition to the project um i feel like the, the project needed like an anthem type joint and you know what i'm saying i feel like me and my brother no big deal are like the undefeated uh tag team champs is <laughs> how i feel you know what i'm saying so like every time we link up you know what i'm saying we have a good time we come up with something that we love and it's just i wanted one that was going to be just a blast to perform live and so i can't wait i can't wait to do that joint you know what i'm saying live Listen, uh, for, for my listeners, if you haven't heard this uh, project, uh, I got John Keith on the line right now. Aramos is out right now. I just want to tell you about the collaborations on, on this project for you, for so you can just go ahead and stream that thing right now. Uh, we just he just mentioned uh, no big deal. One um, K Few is on this thing. Surfboard P Paris Careers is on this thing. Lecrae is on this thing. Andy is on this thing. I'm just saying. Yes, <laughs> I just want to throw you know put it. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say KB too? Oh, KB is on this thing too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I forgot about KB. That's a cheat code. KB is already a cheat code. You already know that. <laughs> so yeah, if you if you haven't streamed his new project, please go out and stream it today. Uh, get that thing in your spirit. Listen, when it's all said and done, John Keith, what do you what what do you, what do you want to be remembered by? Um, if you could, you know, leave your last words before God calls you to heaven, what what do you think? Uh, you know, you would want to leave the people about your life, your legacy, and what you try to do. I I would hope that you know people could walk away from any kind of experience with me and feel less alone, um, experience hope and, you know, get uh, a desire to live, you know what I'm saying? Really live and not just survive, not just get by, but I mean live, you know what I'm saying? Live in peace and enjoy and experience love, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's what I, that's what I want. Last question. I'm gonna get you out of here. Uh, I know you're already a part of a super group. Let's be very clear. Indie Tribe is a, is a, is a super problem. Yes, indeed. But take 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 Indie Tribe to the left. If you could pick three other artists, dead or alive, from any genre to join a group with you, come on your wavelength. What three artists would you pick? Oh wow! What a question. I would say I'll pick. I'm gonna oh three artists, not including me. That's correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not including okay, you. So three other artists. I'll go John Bellion. Oh, wow. I will go. Oh, this is rough, my brethren. I'll go John Bellion. Because his production, everything he does is just crazy. Sick, sick. I will go. 
I actually will go Tory Deshaun. Tory Deshaun is hard. I don't want people to sleep on Tory, man. Tory is crazy. They um, are sleeping on him. Let's yeah. be very clear. He oh, is yeah. Crazy. Y'all sleep for real. Um, uh, I will go. I will go. I man, I'm gonna I'm say I'm gonna go Justin Bieber, man. I, y'all can hate on me if you want to. If you want to hate on me, man, Justin's hard. Fight me if you want to. And then lastly, I'm gonna say ah. Actually, I don't know. This this last one is tough. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, man. <laughs> the ones you already picked, though. The ones you picked are solid, though. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, John. I appreciate you rocking with us this morning, man. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you, what they, how they can go stream your new uh, uh, album, and also please introduce your latest single. Yo, so uh, you know what I'm saying. You follow me everywhere, John Keith on Instagram on TikTok. It's J O N K E I T H. Don't put no H in my name, John, because it's not there. You know what I'm saying. Um, my new album. Aramos out now everywhere you listen to music um yeah you know what i'm saying check it out share it with somebody don't be lonely by yourself let's get it keep it locked you're tuned into the fix you know the fix is in yep dj focus dice gamble you tap back into the fix right here on sirius xm channel 154 holy culture radio it's time for our real talk conversation and dice what we got going today Hey, today we're talking about all things mental health, surviving mental health. What is mental health? Uh, I think there's been a stigma around mental health where people believe that, hey, if you're having a mental health challenge, there's something wrong with you. But here's the thing. Mental health is just a form of health, like your heart health, your, you know, your gut health, your teeth health, like mental health. So we are just now getting into this type of lifestyle where we're understanding what our mental needs so today it's going to be exciting. You know, mental health is everything from your social well-being to your physiological well-being, your stress level, you know, things you deal with well, things you don't deal with well, emotional uh, levels, how well you can, uh, you know, take in information as well. Like these are all types of mental health and, and even from sleeping, getting good sleep uh, because your mind is what is controlling your body. So this topic it's really starting to grow focus and it's we need to put more light on it because how we think you know as as the saying goes uh, as you think so you are you know like as a man right. think, think is so is he like we have enough scriptures and quotes and examples of uh you know whatever you focus on is what you become so that's that's what we're getting into today mental health all things mental health you know, I'm glad we're talking about this today. Um, shouts out to my brother, John Keith. We had John Keith on for our spiritual detox. Listen, if you just tap it in, hit that rewind button. Um, that was an exclusive uh, interview today. Um, one thing he shared with me, um, just dealing with um, his struggles with suicide mm-hmm. and um, wanting to take his life and self-worth and not feeling like he was called to do something greater than he's currently doing now. Um, you know, he, he talked about uh the song Die. He has a song called Die on Aramos right now. And he's he, he went in depth talking about how he was exhausted with life and how life was so overwhelming to him to where he was having these suicidal thoughts. He even said as, as early as eleven, he remembered being eleven years old 
and not really feeling himself self-worthy and understanding that um the pain and the traumas from his childhood were still kind of like lingering um we talk about it all the time on here grief recovery is a great program go to griefrecovery.com if you're not familiar and it's not just uh, from a grief from losing a lost one you'll be surprised how much trauma how much um you know toxic relationships all that all those are forms of grief and if you haven't dealt with it properly, it'll get you in a depressed state, Dice, when you talk about mental health. I know I want to touch on this a little bit because people get so depressed. People feel like they have no self-worth at all. Mm-hmm. And then also, we know when you get in that depressed state and you feel like you have no self-worth, mm-hmm. uh, some people turn to what, what do they turn to, Dice. A lot of them turn to drugs, yeah. alcohol, and yeah. all this just craziness stuff. And um, I think we saw over the weekend, um, unfortunately, um, I know you, uh, uh, yeah. um, sister, uh, Amanda Barnes, um, was going through some things. Do you I think it's Amanda Barnes, but she was placed on a psychiatric hold of 5150 after she was found roaming the streets naked, um, downtown LA. And for those of you who know anything about LA, uh, first of all, you shouldn't be roaming down there alone, uh, at night. And she was naked and, um, a driver, had pulled over to help her and uh she actually called 911 then and uh i guess this person they took her to a police station and they did a mental health uh you know evaluation yeah Mm -hmm. and uh, that's when they put her on the 5150 psych hold and that's just where she can't go anywhere for 72 hours against her will uh you know even if she agrees to it she has to stay there just to be evaluated and um this is beyond alarming for a lot of different reasons. I mean, she's a superstar, first of all, you know, yes. and then second of all, she has had a history of mental health challenges. Like I was just telling you when we were off air, it's 2012, she had two DUIs, you know, had hit and run. Um, and this isn't the first time she's had a breakdown. Uh, she had a public breakdown when her and her uh, ex-fiance broke up. I think it was last year. And she knows this this is the one thing i do like about this situation and i like that she knows she has mental health challenges it's different when you are in a household with someone they don't know because now you you feel like you crazy because you're in a house with somebody that's acting crazy all the time but they don't understand that they acting crazy you know and of course every therapist across the world hates to hear the word crazy but i'm just trying to use words that's familiar folk um she knows that she has these psychiatric issues, these psychotic breakdowns. And so she even told um, the police that, yeah, I'm, I'm coming down off of a, off a breakdown, a psych, a psychotic episode is, is what she quoted, you know? So um, I, I, she's had a history of abuse uh, for, you know, drugs and alcohol. So I don't know if any of that was wrapped up into this naked running down the street in LA thing. But at least she knows she she's she needs help. You know, some people don't some people don't know that. But she's been open, you know, and she shared that already. So uh, she was scheduled to actually be uh, on an appearance of a show. Like, and she she didn't show up for some type of unknown illness, is what they had said. And so you know, they I, this is one thing I, I like. I hate to say I like about her, but I do like about her is the people in her community know she has a problem and for me Mm. a lot of people who have mental health issues family friends co-workers loved ones they don't share that they have a problem so if they're missing 
or they don't show up or they're acting erratic. Nobody really knows that they're, they're having a challenge, but it's important for us to share this information with people so that people can help us or be there for us. You know, we got to give them some type of code word or something like that. Like if you know you're about to have a psychiatric breakdown or psychotic episode, should I say psychotic episode, you need to tell somebody, you know, hey, can you come get my kids? Because I already know I'm about to go through a process. You know, I already know I, I'm, I'm really I'm beyond depressed. I'm on the edge of, you know, really flipping out. And I don't want to flip out in front of the babies. You know, I just need time alone. You know, like, you got to start taking care of your mind. That's what the enemy attacks. That's what the enemy wants. Once the enemy gets your mind. Uh, we all know, I think it was Joyce Myers that did Battlefield of the Mind. Yes. And once he has your mind, he's got your body. So he got everything. He, I mean, once he got, once the enemy controls your thoughts, then he can control your whole life. That's, that's why we have this word. We have the living word. Like, yes, we hear from God all the time. We have the Holy Ghost, but that's why we need to be studying, renewing our mind daily. The Bible says, seek him early. Like, we have to be intentional to guard our mind and how we're thinking. And God knew that. That's why he's like, man, I'm trying to give y'all everything to keep your mind stayed on me, you know? Because as soon as it's not, you're going to have some mental health challenges, period. That's what you're going to have. So, yeah, um, it's unfortunate, but we got to do better. Got to do better at taking care of our mindset. You know, I, I'm glad you said that when you talk about mindset. You know, I always have these conversations when we talk about mental health with just different people within my circle. And you know, something always comes up that I think we don't talk about enough when you talk about mental health. Mm. Um, how to deal with your emotions and your feelings. I think sometimes we suppress our feelings and our emotions so much and we don't talk about them enough, Dice. And then you, we know what happens when you suppress them and you don't deal with your feelings and your real you know, emotions that are running through your head. I, I think that gets you on that rabbit trail of unfortunately going down that road like i said again for maybe self-worth depression and everything that comes with that why, why do you think we don't talk about you know our feelings and our emotions enough on how to deal with them because like you can feel however you want to feel that doesn't mean you're supposed to act on it like i could feel like you know what i'm saying i'm just being honest and i'm, I'm going to the extreme but maybe i want to rob a bank tomorrow I yeah. feel like, listen, I want that money. I'm tired of struggling for this money. I'm just being real. But but at the end of the day, I really have to assess, okay, I can feel like I want to go rob this bank, but what's going to happen when I rob this bank? Right. But I think sometimes a lot of people don't even go that far. Like they just act on the feeling or their emotion. Like they just, okay, I feel like I want to go out and do this today. I'm going to do it. Don't right. even think about it. Don't even go call nobody for no wise mm. counsel, mm. no type of accountability at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Well, I think for me, and I used to be very judgmental before I worked at the detention center uh, for the youth. I was very judgmental about young black males because I'm like, I'm a black mom. You know what I'm saying? And I know we always tell our kids right from wrong. Like that's like, like that's just one of the first things that you do. And what I realized is even though I'm African-American, my parents were educated. You know, our whole family was educated regardless that we may have lived in the hood or on a sh or shady street at times, my parents were educated. So what they were feeding me had me on another level. You know, I, and I wasn't understanding culturally. There were some other individuals who looked like me, but their circumstances were very, very different. Their parents did not have the level of mental health my parents did. So they didn't get that level. And until I, like I said, until I worked at the detention center, I didn't understand culturally, everybody doesn't get the same food. 
Everybody mm. don't eat the same. They're That's not. I'm, I'm, I mean, and it's, it's so it's so easy for us as a culture. Watch this. Like in America, you'll throw a whole bunch of people in a bucket. Oh, I'm gonna put these people over here in a bucket because they're all black. I'm gonna put these people in a bucket because they're all Asian. I'm gonna put these people in a bucket because they all this. But what y'all don't understand is everybody don't get the same food. So it's like mental health, and this this is how it causes an issue. Maybe maybe we don't hire this person because they look a certain way, because oh. we feel like they have mental health issues, or maybe we hire this demographic of person because we think they all smart. That don't mean they all smart, you know, because right. their hair look like that or their eyes look like that, but. There are these t- different. That's what I'm saying. Like mental health is deep. It's deeply rooted in our culture for different reasons because of our biases or just our own personal experiences. So it's important to address mental health around the board, regardless of what you think it is. And focus. I don't want to get distracted about what you said. Sometimes we suppress our feelings. I would say we're not honest about our feelings. That's oh, yeah. you, you can't. Preach. We can't get preach on. Dice. We can't even. We can't even talk about this if you can't be honest. Because some people be like, I don't got no problems. I don't have mental. I ain't got no mental challenge. Okay. Everybody has a mental health issue. Everybody has a mental health challenge. Everybody has something going on mentally that they struggle with because we're constantly trying to create a balance in life. And everybody has a, a vice or something that they're like, Ugh. boy, if I ever got an opportunity to do that in a dark room and nobody even know. Everybody has something they would put in that room. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's important for us to be honest about what we feel or if we're even feeling a type of way. That's why he had these interventions where sometimes people have to actually drag a person in a space and say, brother, it's 20 of us in here right now. And every day at five o'clock, you have a full meltdown and we are, we are exhausted. So we're, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we are coming to you like, Hey, listen, at five o'clock we don't know what's going on with you but you got to address that you know so sometimes you know other people can address your mental health issues for you because they tired of you but it would it it would just behoove you for you to look at your mind and say why do i think the way i think and i'll I'll give you a good example because people like what what are we talking about my husband made a statement we were we're having a full-on discussion about family and he was like man you know you've responded the same way for 15 years about a certain thing and I'm like no I haven't because for the past two years I haven't even talked about it but because there was a habit that my response was a habit for so long he hadn't even realized I don't even I don't even respond that way no more you know so I'm just saying like you can affect other people's mental health by how you treat them you know like that's what I'm saying like and then it's like if you never address it or never are honest about it People are just keep thinking you're the same way, you know? And so, I don't know, man. I just I just think you have to get honest about having mental health challenges and say, yeah, that used to be me. I think that's why we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony is because you have to tell people, I'm not who I used to be. And this is why, yes. you know, I don't go where I used to go. And this is why I don't do what I used to do. And this is why, you know? And I think that's probably the best way that you can display that, yeah, I'm working on my mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm letting Jesus cover my mind. Like I I cause I want to be different and I want to be healthy mentally. So that's why I'm 
doing what God says first instead of what I think because our thoughts are horrible. We are just, they are. yeah, we, we, boy, boy. I mean, you said, you said, man, you know, no, I mean, you were like, maybe, uh, you know, even if I thought I wanted to rob a bank, I mean, I'm going to walk through the process and be like, now, why would you? What's going to happen if you try? You know, what is it going to, what's going to cost you? What are the consequences? But good mental health takes you through that process. But then you do have some people that don't have very good mental health and they'll stop right there at that first thought and then go do it and throw their life away. Yes. Whole life in the trash. Spend the rest of their life locked up. For what? Because you couldn't take care of your mental health for some reason, you know? So I think this should be in schools. I think it should be taught very young how to intellectualize your thoughts and how to decipher your thoughts and how to process your thoughts, you know? Yes. In the business world. Go ahead. No, no, no. You DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, we're talking about surviving mental health. We got to go to a break. Okay. Uh, we're coming back with some more uh, on this mental t- health conversation. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Still in the middle of our real talk conversation today. We're just talking about uh, mental health. Uh, shouts out to our brother, John Keith. Uh, Airmos is uh, out right now. Uh, the project is super fire. And when I say it's, uh, you know, mental health driven, um, John Keith is so transparent about everything he's been through. The, the young man is only 25 years old, Dice. Let's be very clear. Yeah. Yeah. So for him to be 25 years old and be able to be uh, this open and vulnerable about all his struggles and, uh, you know, talking about going to therapy and everything that goes into it at 25, I was just encouraged, Dice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's let's give them some tips, Dice, before we get out of here on uh, just, you know, that, you know, to help them with mental health and mm-hmm. help them uh, go through the process and help them to be able to say, uh, you know what? I might need to go see a therapist. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with going to therapy. Like I said, I've said it on here before, too. You can get a Zoom if you can't do the Zoom or don't like Zoom. You can sign up, go around the corner, you know. Go outside of where you live if you're just like, I don't want to run into somebody I know. You know, but you got to take it seriously. You know, how you think, feel, and behave in life affects your whole life. How you handle stress, how you handle changes, um, build your relationships. But here's some tips. Definitely, we want to enjoy life first. Like, life is a gift. Somebody's alarm clock is still going off right now, and they were wishing that they had another day or another moment of life just to live and have fun to laugh and enjoy their family or friends. And um, listen, uh, we have to know that we will take on stress in some way, you know? So you have to know how to let go of that stress, how to release that stress, how to come out from underneath that stress. Um, Life ain't fair. Challenges are going to come. Bad things happen to good people. That's just life. And I think sometimes you have to have that reminder, like, Excuse me. That's why it's important to go serve in your community. Go feed the homeless. Go to a, a foster care center. Go see somebody else's life. Understand that. Go to the hood. Drive through the hood. You know what I'm saying? You have to go experience different lifestyles. You know what I'm saying? Understand, like, some people are in the hospital. Go to the hospital and visit and pray for some folks. You know what I'm saying? Like, go visit a cancer ward, take some teddy bears. Like, get outside of your normal you know, the things that you're doing and realize like life is happening to other people in some ways that you just would never, ever want to happen to you and learn to walk in gratefulness, be grateful for each and everything you have. 
where you live or clothes you got on your back, the fact you ate today. Um, but you have to have something that's going to cover your mind. That's why we use God's word to really cover our mind as Christians. So if you're not Christian, uh, that's another benefit of being in the Lord. It's like you have a lot of word that reminds you of your purpose, your purpose mm-hmm. in Christ. And I think that's a big that's a big part of your mental health is realizing we are all designed with the purpose and on purpose. And mm-hmm. it's up to us to take care of our mindset so that we can continue to walk in that purpose, you know? Um, but I would also say, just be open to change because life is about things changing and things change quite often sometimes. And it's okay. You know, like this is just a temporary uh, moment in time. Like today is just a page in the book of your life. Your life is meant to be lived out long. You know what I mean? And sometimes you can get stuck on just this moment in life and you think, oh God, I'm going to be here forever. This is going to be happening to me forever. It's not going to be happening to you forever. This is just a page. This page will turn and there'll be another chapter in another part of your life that unfolds. So get yourself around good people, good community, good church home, you know, good family and friends. Like we were talking about mental health today. As we all know, All of us have someone in our family whose mental health state is very poor. And it's up to us to try to have a positive mental health state. And if you have to separate yourself from people, sometimes do that. If you got to separate yourself from going to an event with your family, do that. You got to separate yourself from talking to your family, do that. You have to do what it takes to take care of your mental health. And if you never get your mind right, you sure ain't gonna be able to help anybody else. So it's like, you matter, but you have to understand that and know that like I matter. Yes, you matter. Maybe you are in a relationship. Maybe you do have kids, young, grown, old. Maybe you are taking care of somebody else. That's fine. But you still need to make time to take care of your mindset so that you're strong. Your mental health is positive, you know, and this just helps you be able to back to bounce back from your challenges, adversaries, illnesses, things like that too. Like when your mental, when your mind is in a good place, nothing nothing can really bother you. You know what I'm saying? Because you know God's got you and you know how to dig deep. You know how to go into prayer. You know how to ask your community to come alongside you and help to keep you focused because they're in a good mental state. So mm, you gotta you gotta really guard your mind. And I say disconnect from that media. Like sometimes you can take a break. You know, I mean, my mom said this to me the other day. She said, yeah, I was stressed out, went to the doctor and I was just going on and on. And the doctor said, you need to stop watching so much TV because she said I was telling him yeah, every time I turn the TV on, it just seemed like every story is like sad or something's going on in the world or everything's falling apart, you know, because the news ain't really reporting on nothing positive. Never. And, and he told her, he said, hey, you need to go and turn that TV off and go on and go to bed because you got all those thoughts in your mind. And that's not good mental health for you to be watching TV two hours before you go to bed and all you saw was negative stuff. It's going to be hard for you to go to sleep. So sometimes we got to disconnect from the things that are damaging our mind, you know? So and we already talked about in the talk before about uh, abuse, you know, drugs, alcohol, anything that sucks the life out of you, you need to stop. Yes. <laughs> you, need, you just need to stop, period. You know, but maintain, try to balance, balance your life out. You know, know when you're stressed, take breaks, take a break, take a day off, turn your phone off, go on a walk, go to a hotel, hang out, you know, look out the window, go to the pool, you know, meet new people. 
you know, do a little staycation. That's why these people create staycations now. They can't really go anywhere, but they're like, I got to get out the house. Yes. Right. Please get out the house, go down to the Marriott and uh, go sit at a restaurant and let somebody serve you and talk to a stranger. Okay. <laughs> Please go do something different just to get yourself out of the same old routine, the stressful routine of life. Because it can get hard and hectic, but you got to balance it out. So That's good, That's Dice. Good Thanks tips. for sharing that. Tips, Listen. But, yeah. No, good tips. Uh, <laughs> DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, we got to go to a quick music break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Yeah. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yep, DJ Focus, uh, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on uh, Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come to the end of another hot show. We appreciate y'all rocking with us again today, but uh, it was a good one today, Dice. Um, yeah. I love the fact that we got a chance to talk about everything mental health today, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, no, it was great. Uh, listen, this is something we got to continue to work on and get better at. And obviously, one, stay connected. Stay connected to God. You're going to need God on this journey. Um, definitely get your rest, hydration. Make sure you're drinking your water. Make sleep a priority. The body heals up. God heals us when we sit down somewhere and rest and relax. And just remember to keep setting your goals and priorities. Uh, forgiving yourself when you don't win, but also celebrating the small wins that you have along the way. And definitely gratitude. I think gratitude for me is the one thing that always helps me to refocus my mental health when I feel I'm out of pocket or I'm going the wrong direction or I'm just off. You know, just being grateful for how far God has brought you and uh, just giving God thanks in advance for where he's about to take you. So you guys uh, maintain that mental health just like you do everything else. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Please do. Please do. Yeah. Listen, want to shout out our little brother, man, from Indie Tribe, John Keith, for coming on for that exclusive spiritual oh, detox yeah. today. Listen, he he talked about a little bit of everything. Um, okay. He shared in his song, uh, Die. Um, the song was exhausting. Um, because he was overwhelmed with thoughts of suicide mm-hmm. and how that touched him at an early age of 11. Let's be very clear. He's at 11 years old and he's already mm-hmm. having these thoughts and oh, yeah. thinking about taking his life. It, it's funny. That I, I'm sorry. It's not funny. I, I, don't forgive me for saying oh, that. But I'm saying it's, yeah. um, it's crazy because I started studying when he, when he when I had that conversation with him. I started studying a little bit more on suicide. Mm-hmm. And do you know that uh, God kind of considers suicide as you really like murdering yourself? Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't look at that from a scripture standpoint, go to uh gotquestions.com. It breaks it down very, very clear on suicide and how, you know, God kind of looks at that as murder. Like he, he's not really, uh, you know, pleased with people, you know, committing suicide. I'm not saying you're not going to heaven. I'm, I'm never mm-hmm. one to put you in heaven or hell. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you information as I got it. Cause that was news to me. I had mm-hmm. never even thought it that way. Like, Oh, well, that kind of does kind of make sense. Like, yeah, you are really pretty much taking your life. That is really considered murder in a sense. Like, yeah, that's a real thing. Um, but anybody struggling with any type of suicidal thoughts, depression or anything, please um, you know, go get the help you need. I, I promise you that is the trick of the enemy to uh, try to tear you down and, and get you in a vulnerable place to where you want to take your life. The devil is a liar. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Anybody listen to us? The devil is a liar. yeah i mean it's you got to learn to listen to the right voice you know what i mean any voice that intends harm it's not the voice of god i mean it's it's it it is just that simple and um and you're gonna have to fight and you can fight and you just keep on fighting it it sometimes it's uh day by day sometimes it's hour by hour it could be Mm -hmm. minute by minute 
you know, but you just got to keep on pushing because, yeah, to your point, uh, the enemy just doesn't want you to walk in your blessings, you know, and God has so much more for you. And the enemy knows he'll never be in the family of God. So he's always fully attacking the family of God because uh, he's jealous. You know what I mean? Um, but God has a great life for all of us. And we got to know that, you know, you got to know that you got to continue to hear that. And you got to continue to stay in God's word around people who love you and care about you and um, gratitude. Mm-hmm. Just start giving thanks every single time an attack comes. You just start giving thanks and walking down all the great things that God has already done for you, knowing that this is just a, a page in the book of your life and the story just keeps on getting better and better and better. Yeah, so, that's good. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's our time for today. Uh, listen, go out and be great today, kings and queens. Um, if you're struggling in some form of, uh, some form of uh, area of your life, uh, mm-hmm. I would just ask you to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, we're constantly encouraging everybody continue to talk to your father. Mm-hmm. Uh, God knows everything you need and he's going to answer all your prayer requests, but you got to talk to him. So okay. before you go off the roof or you, you know what I'm saying? Hit that zero to a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Slow mm-hmm. it down. That's right. Keep, keep it at that 50. Talk to your Lord and Savior. Listen, mm-hmm. we love you guys. Uh, we'll talk to you uh, tomorrow. Stop playing another exclusive spiritual detox. Dice gonna bring that Bible. It's Wednesday. You already know she's born that Wednesday Bible word. on Wednesday. Okay. Word. Well, that word on that <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, early into morning. Early into morning. Okay. Yeah. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be your goal to fix is in we out peace y'all